0: about
1: with mina and elizabeth hello hello baby i'm
0: mina her and i'm lizzie her
1: and we are
0: the The her 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 podcast
1: Podcast. i love how you like you know you give me enough room to do my you know i like that you know you let me be myself i have to because, you know, I just can't, you know, just be regular
0: shmagula, you we know. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Tell cool. them what they go find us. You guys can um do what you got to do. And <laughs> do <doing> it well. <laughs> and catch us on Instagram at her and her podcast. You can catch us on SoundCloud, her and her podcast. You can catch us on YouTube, her and her podcast. You can catch us on Facebook, her and her podcast one. And you can also catch us on the iTunes podcast platform. Just put in her and her podcast. Make sure that you do subscribe. Also, make sure that you're subscribed on YouTube. And that you follow us on SoundCloud, that you repost tracks, that you follow us on Insta, and that you share us with the people that you know you love and even the people you meet on the street. <laughs> you better get your ride. Yep.
1: Girl. Well, you know, we come up with these topics so randomly. You know, sometimes it's life experience. Something, sometimes it's something we read. Sometimes, you know, a little bit of both, you know. And today, our topic is, why you're always the one who prepares a man for his wife. Mm. Hmm. Mm. I don't know a lot of women feel this way. You know what I mean? Like, you feel like you're not the chosen one, you know? So we're going to cover that topic today. And we're also going to dive into an article that we saw in Exo Nicole. Mm-hmm. And um, there was actually, uh, the article was about this specifically. And um, so we decided to dive a little deeper into it and get to figure out, is there a time frame to, like, show a man that your wife material? Like, should you be thinking about it that strategically? Like, has love and the, your future and your life have become this strategic? Like, we can't just be who we are anymore because it's just – unfortunately reading a different message to the opposite sex, mm-hmm. you know? <sighs> so let's, let's dive right in it. Wow. So why do women feel this way? Why do we feel like, you know, you're dating this guy and you feel like you are like, I'm doing, I-, I feel like it's going in the right direction. You know, I feel like we're giving each other everything that we need. And you know, I just, I'm putting on my cape, I'm showing him my my best. And then all of a sudden you you find out he's engaged and, and about to marry somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like what what exactly now I know my theory on it. But most women aren't going to look at it like that. We just automatically feel like when you jump into a relationship that especially we can't reek of desperation. Like, you cannot go into every relationship feeling like this is the one, mm-hmm. this is the one, mm-hmm. this the one. Like, just enjoy your life, enjoy dating, enjoying experiencing different people. Like, because trust and believe, when that right person comes along, you're not going to have to be doing all this figuring out. I'm telling you, it doesn't require that kind of work when you figure out, like, oh, I see longevity with this person. And it doesn't necessarily mean you know, marriage and all that, but longevity, like, like you're actually going to have a position in my life that we have to take those things on as beautiful experiences and stop looking for an obsession with being somebody's wife, because you have to ask yourself, are you ready to be somebody's wife? Like you might not be right. You think in your mind you are, but you technically might not be, you know, and we also have to accept the fact that you might not be the right person for that person. You got to be okay with that too. Like, even though you think, oh, you know we're it's going well and da-da-da-da-da, what's your definition of going well? Because that person might be experiencing
0: something very different from you. So I know that for some women it is that they want to be a wife so bad. I know that. Yeah. But I think also a lot of those women who want to be a wife so bad are so obsessed with being a wife that they're moving on to the next one. I think the women who sit with this – and who feel these things that the girl in the article that we're going to get to like felt, I think it's more so like women who are great women and who have like been supportive and, and pulled out the stops for a man who was never going to commit to you. And I think it's a pattern of uh, like just repetitive cycle. and And that's why I love this article so much, because I feel like we're forgetting the fact that things happen to us for us to learn from them. And a lot of times we don't end up learning because we're so busy wondering why now he's fucked up. He's a fuck nigga. Something's wrong with him when yes, something could be wrong or maybe you just you're not getting the lesson. And I've been in this space where you're like, geez, like, here we go. Like everyone has like moved on whether their relationships are good or not. Everyone I've dated has moved on. They're in relationships. They're engaged they're having babies like all of these things and then you don't realize like there was something in it for you that you've missed and so you're going to keep repeating the same class over and over until you learn what you're supposed to learn from it Mm -hmm. so i agree so
1: to we're going to move into the article first or do you want to do okay so you're going to read the three lessons learned Uh well give i guess a
0: you can read the three lessons and then I'll give, like, a, I'll piggyback off you so I can read the, the excerpts from the.
1: Okay. Article. So, do you want to give the background about
0: the girl? Okay. So, her name is Shelly R. Warren, um, and she is a contributor for the site XO Nicole, which we love. Um, and I just stumbled upon the article one day and I was just like, you know, I was at work, not doing work. And, (laughs) um, and I, I saw the title and it jumped out at me and the title just read like, why you're always the one who prepares a man for his wife. So when I saw that, I was like, Oh, this is fucking genius. Like I, I know that a lot of my friends and I, we talk about this and we're just like, yo, like this is facts. Like this is how we feel. So when I was reading the article, she literally just, she shared how she had to change her viewpoint, um, how she was feeling very angry and like, what was me? But then she realized like, okay, well I keep ending up in these situations where men that I'm dating leave me to go be in a relationship when they never wanted to commit to me. And it was like pulling teeth to get them to commit. And she was like, you know, I had to step back and say, okay, like there's something here I'm missing. And so she highlighted in three key points, um, which we will get into, um, about how, you know, the things that she learned and she feels like helped her now that she knows after right. going through those, those situations where she was left with her dick in her hand, basically. <laughs> <laughs> woo woo woo. Mm-mm.
1: Okay. So the three lessons learned that we're going to do one by one. So the first one was assuming versus asking. And how this led to her avoiding the truth. Yes. Was the premise of it. And um, so do you want to read? Yeah. Okay, okay. So go ahead.
0: So, um, So basically in this portion, she basically says that Um, A ton of of trial and error taught me that if you want to know how a man feels about you, don't ask your mama, your friends, or even his mom and his friends. Ask him. Do it in person that you can observe his body language and be as direct as possible. So that portion of the article basically was her saying that as a woman, um, she... Beat around the bush a lot. So she would assume that because we're we're seeing each other five nights a week. And we're spending the night with each other. And I have a toothbrush toothbrush at your house. Like we're moving towards a relationship. And she would never ask. She just began to assume. Which I think a lot of us do. Like okay we're, we're acting as if. Well not me because I'm asking all the questions. But a thing that she did teach was like. When you're asking a man a question. Be direct. So she said she would ask things like, so do you see yourself in a relationship? And he would be like, absolutely. And she would be like, okay, well, she would take that and run with it. And she said, but what she wasn't asking was, do you see yourself in a relationship with, with me? me? Which the answer would have been no, which she probably already felt, and she ran from that. And I, so- don't,
1: I don't think in the time he probably would have told her no.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either, but yeah. I think he would have, like she said, body language. Mm-hmm. If you paid attention to that, I think that that would have given you some kind of like notion. C-dug, like, right. yeah. And so she was saying like, you know, not being direct and running from the truth led to her leading herself on basically. Like right. assuming.
1: Right, right, right.
0: I agree. And I think uh, uh, another thing too is even though
1: <clears throat> assuming versus asking is a, is m- makes a lot of sense in this particular scenario, mm-hmm. but we do it in any relationship. Like yeah. before we, before, we, even if you, when you know the truth, is like when that other person says it, it like seals the deal. And you're like, damn, now I have to like deal with that. So when you're in these situations, when you really, really want the outcome, you're really, really not going to ask, yeah. you know? So it's like, and, and I know when something in your mind is going really well and you're like, if I start to ask these questions, it's going to, I'm going to now have to remove myself from the situation because now I know the truth yep. and you, you're not ready for that. Mm-hmm. You're not ready to remove. You're not ready to tell. Cause it, it starts to unravel in so many ways, right? It's like, okay, well at this point you probably met my family. So now I have to tell them we're not together and I have to tell my friends we're not together. And then it, it just starts to unravel. And then you're like, I, I'm not ready for the unraveling process. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the truth does. It's going to shake you and unravel you in some way, shape, or form, and you're not ready to deal. So because you're not ready to deal, it now ends up in the end situation Mm -hmm. when instead of you not being chosen, you could have chosen.
0: Because the ball was in your
1: court. Correct. You know. So I I, I agree. You can't assume in any situation. Anything that you feel you're not sure of, you don't understand – You got to ask. I think because we don't practice
0: that in our regular lives, we're not going to practice that in relationships. And I think also, because I'm an asker, okay? I'm going to ask. You know, sometimes my asking might come out a little abrasive a little crazy sometimes you know i might send you a voice note that might sound like it belongs on the on the beginning of a drake record you know but i'm gonna get to my point i'm gonna get to the bottom of it and you have to be okay with the trial and error and you have to be okay with constructively sitting down with your girlfriends or your girl or your aunts or yourself and say okay what's the best way for me to say this like Sometimes I don't pick the best way. I just say what I gotta say, especially when I'm riding high on the I'm high off emotion, my nigga. You gonna get a voice note, okay? Oh, I'm not that bad. bad. It might be something like you know, if this is how you feel, you need to say it. You know what I'm saying? Like if that's but what's in what's my going head,
1: on. as a, if I had to put on my man brain, that's like that's what life. I feel like I'm hearing. Oh, okay. Like, blah,
0: blah, let me tell you, fuck you, and it
1: was you, can't. I, I, you no. know. That, that, that's what it feels like. That's you know. not what you're saying, but Mm-mm. that's what, it feels, tell you what like. it feels
0: like. It feels like <laughs> dang, she shy. She, all right? she yeah. having a little. She a little spicy today. Okay, Mm-mm. that nigga said she a lot of
1: spice, and she's ooh, she's giving me a lot right
0: now. No, it's just like you know, you gotta let them know, sis. We gotta tell them. Though, I agree. Too. You do. Gotta tell them, sis. That's just what it is, sis. Don't be scared of these niggas.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, clearly you not scared. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one running.
0: <laughs>
1: Listen, go. I'm just trying to tell you something, and he's still running. You know what I'm saying? A little balance, just a little balance. That's it. That's all I'm got. That's all I got to say. I mean, of course, there's some men out here that you, you know, some women too. Yeah, you, you could just practice on because you know it ain't going nowhere. Yeah. But um, yeah, like in relationships, you 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 have to ask even the hard questions, and I get it. Like. Even when you're in, and and the reason why you should practice this when you're dating, because it gets harder when you're in a committed, engaged, married, the the questions become harder. And it's like, now those answers does not mean you pack your bag up and you leave. I think that's going to be the hardest
0: concept for me
1: to grasp. Yes, because now that person's going to answer that question. Now you got to face the truth and you still got to live with them.
0: I am a runner, all okay, right, baby. and you got a d. Stop for y'all people think. You're a runner and
1: a <laughs> chaser. So no, no, I have something to tell you. But I'm leaving now. Yeah. <laughs> she running and 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 leaving at the same time. That's some shit. You gonna hand me? Yeah. But um, yeah. So I I feel like it's a that's a really good point, and um, I think it's something we all have to implement because. Mm-hmm. Like like if she if, and and like she said if I had asked better questions, I probably wouldn't have felt the way I felt at the end, you know. Yeah. Okay, so number two was didn't she didn't know how to love in levels, mm-hmm. and I'll <coughs> let you well break it down, and then I'll I think it was about like four like four little
0: things that she mm-hmm. talked about. So I'll let you, like,
1: <clears throat> dive into
0: that. Um, okay, so with Loving and Levels, I related with this, like, totally. Like, it resonated with me in such a real way because as a woman who comes from a long line of fucking dope-ass, resilient-ass, superwoman ass women, like, you, you've you just seen people the women in your family do everything and be everything. And so I think sometimes we think that when we date people – it's okay to just be all of who we are but we're not realizing that we're giving it all away and they haven't committed they've made no commitments you cooking you cleaning you doing excel spreadsheets for businesses you you know you you you're pulling up to where they need you like did
1: you just say excel spreadsheets for i gotta shout it out i gotta shout it out i gotta
0: give real life examples so you not relate to you my sisters like what Anyway, she tripping today <laughs> because I
1: am in Tallahassee,
0: Okay, um, so, so yeah, so you know, those things sometimes we we don't know that we have to save things for later. Okay, so this is what um she says. So she said, "Loving in levels." Um, let me see which part I want to share. She did say, um.
1: The love with limits, I think you touched on that, Mm -hmm. and dating is okay. Like, it's okay Mm -hmm.
0: to date. Don't think that every single person you date. So she said she can love a man without acting like you're destined to be together. If we agree that we're dating, we're dating. If we want to become exclusive, we should mutually agree upon what that means. Until it goes from dating to exclusivity, I need to live my life like I'm just dating. If dating isn't enough for me, I need to express that see where he stands and if he doesn't want to move forward i need to move on i love him but i also love me i love me enough to get what i need
1: what? that is such a powerful like why do women find
0: that so hard i think it's because and this just goes back to like i think what we've what we've seen of watching women <sighs> suffer and sacrifice who they are in every single way in order to love a man to be present for a man and I think that we attribute especially in our black community a lot of times we attribute how much can you take in a relationship with the realness of your relationship or how down you are for a man how loyal you are and your your how much pain and heartbreak you take from a man and how much shit you eat doesn't determine any of those things, and I think that we have to reassess and and start to like disassociate and unlearn that.
1: No, yeah, I totally agree with you, and um, <clears throat> we also think that, like you said that that we think that that's strength. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's what that's what a man is looking for. But we also forget that we have to be whole beings when we enter into mm-hmm. a relationship. You know what I mean? Not not that you're not working on yourself, because we all are to the day you die, mm-hmm. but you need to be a whole being. You can't walk into a relationship looking for someone to fill those voids, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or looking to be be somebody's superman or superwoman, like, yeah. you know what I mean? We have to really love, <clears throat> and this is a new new concept I've learned recently, oh, sure. and it's called high love, mm-hmm. and that... We are actually not equipped as human beings. We haven't evolved well enough to experience high love now on a consistent basis with every single human being. Now, you do have moments in life where you can say, I've expressed high love. And the definition of high love is not having any conditions. All of our love it's conditional yeah. regardless if you think so or not. It is the minute that person doesn't fulfill a condition for you. You, you lose some type of love for that person. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, it could be your mother. Oh, she didn't do something you thought she should do for you. And not technically like I love you less, but it's almost like it diminishes some level of that relationship. And if you didn't have conditions, you would love, you would give that person high love regardless because it's not determined on, on the conditional aspect of your relationship, you, you you your love vibration is so high that regardless of who, what that person does or gives or shows you, doesn't matter.
0: Can I say that I love that? Like, I love it, love it, love it. But I feel like a lot of times, like the people around us and like society and life makes you feel like after someone does something to you, like you're supposed, like I feel like when I express and I like am like, with no shame, like, expressing high love for, like, a person. Like, someone around me would be like, girl, uh uh-uh. Like, almost to, like, I feel like that the influence of, like, our loved ones around us seeing how maybe someone treated you or something someone did to you, specifically with men. Like, I feel like that, like, sometimes, like, shames you to the point where it's, like, you feel like you're not supposed to exhibit that. You know, like, because I feel like with, um, you know... Zozo Okay I feel like I am like Always in that space Even when I get a little upset Like I always love you I come back to you I love you like <clears throat> We could be friends And like you know I just I love you like Regardless right. of what has Transpired Right But you know When I get on the phone With my friends They be making me feel like Uh uh-uh, uh No And I'm like So I think sometimes Like the people around you I agree Sometimes like Either whether it's intentionally or not, like to try to pull you out of that frequency. And
1: and that further proves my point mm-hmm. that we just are not evolved high enough to understand, to even yeah. do it or to understand. So that's how low it is, mm-hmm. that we can't even we can't do it. We can't understand when someone else does it. And we are. And it's very hard for us to achieve it because you can't even see it being possible. Right. And then I think that also ties a lot into um forgiveness Mm -hmm. you know so it's like to be able to consistently experience high love I have to forgive you when you do not do the things that are enjoyable to me Mm -hmm. or make me feel good or um, I I disagree with Mm -hmm. or you know that's a big thing conditional love has a lot of things to do with agreeance when we're not in agreeance I, I, I can't love you the same
0: you know what this is just proven proven a theory that I have (laughs) you know, <laughs> Thank you, thank you. So wait,
1: we could tap back into that, but um, I want to go back to the point you were saying about um, being okay with they moving on go. if it's not for you. Um, yes, okay. So, and I, I and I mean this in and i mean this in and okay so and i understand like we're all built differently we all love differently what we need in each relationship is different i get it but we have to be smart about the messages that we're sending when we continue to um what's the word i'm looking for engage in relationships that serve us no purpose mm-hmm. Because we don't know what that reads to another person, right? You only know what it's reading to you. You only know what that means. You only know what kind of energy you're putting into that. Mm -hmm. And so when you continue to um, engage in relationships that, one, you don't see a future with, two, you would never even think to be with that person. Mm -hmm. They've already shown you that this isn't it. Mm -hmm. And then we continue to engage in those relationships. What makes you think that... From that experience, you're going to learn how to operate in a real relationship. I think it takes you out of the frequency you need to be in. If that's if that's where you want to be, like so, I keep engaging in relationships that I know don't serve me any purpose for my higher good, and that means any relationship. I don't care if it's your be- your friend, your mother, your father, but especially relationships, right? That so. You desire to be a wife, you desire to be a husband, but you continue to place yourself in, in, in relationships. in relationship beneath
0: you. And then I also think like, to piggyback off that, like what we're not realizing is, and I think we've all been guilty of this, is that it's teaching you something about yourself. Now, how are you supposed to go up for yourself and speak up for yourself and demand what you want when you had a chance to say yay or nay, to somebody giving you bullshit and you accepted the bullshit. Yep. So it's like we also have to be our own, like, advocate. Mm-hmm. You have to fight for it. You have to, when it comes to time to you to you operate in free will, what are you choosing? And we're going to have days where we don't always choose the best, but we also have to be conscious of that. Right.
1: <clears throat> and that's my thing, like... And, and then even being conscious of it, but there's limitations too, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it's not – and we also shouldn't allow everyone you, – you shouldn't be reachable to everyone, mm-hmm. you know, especially those relations. Okay, you want to tap in and out and you you want that control? That's fine. But at some point, they have to have limits. Like, it, it, you have to curve yourself mm-hmm. because now you're shifting your energy in a space where that you wouldn't even allow that in another mm-hmm. space and time. You yeah. know what I mean? Very true. Um, So, yeah, just, it's, we think it's such a, even though these concepts tend to be simple and
0: actually put an action behind them is the harder part. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yep.
1: Okay, and so her third lesson was. Wait, wait, but I want to
0: go back to loving and levels. Okay. I feel like this is one thing that everyone needs to. OK, so she when she talked about um, being able to move, move forward after she realized, OK, maybe they're not where I need them to be. We're not on the same page. She said that using this strategy helped her to, to discover something else. Sometimes loving a man before she's his wife um, it, and before he's ready to become a husband robs him of the opportunity to come to the place of being ready for marriage. So in other words, it's like she's pouring love into him. But what she's really doing is suffocating him. And as a result, a guy moves on from me just so that he can get some emotional breathing room. However, she was great, but she was also all consuming. So once he got the space that he needed, he came to the conclusion that he wanted a love like her, the love she gave, but he wanted a woman who would let him come to it on his own terms and in his own time. So she got him open to seeing marriage as a possibility, but it was the time between her and the next girl that got him to the point of making marriage a priority. Hmm. Yeah,
1: I love it. I thought that was our number three. No? Was it? I thought it was. Being the wife without being his wife?
0: Mm. Oh, no, that's... That's the next one? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Um and And, okay, so to further your point, um, my ex-boyfriend, before I got married, you couldn't have told me nothing. Like, I was marrying that man. Like, that was it. My high school sweetheart was going to be my husband. And... From, I mean, of course, I can't speak from a man's perspective, Mm -hmm. but I know he probably felt that way. Like, Mm. we've been through this all... We've been through so much together. Like, I chose you over my family. Like, I can't imagine being with somebody else. But it was timing. Mm -hmm. It was timing. It was... I unknowingly didn't know that you weren't right for me mm-hmm. when I thought it was perfect mm-hmm. and he thought it was mm-hmm. maybe not perfect, but you get my point. Um, And so I could understand how he could have potentially seen that. Like right. now you're even more perfect for that person. Mm-hmm. Like, and of course you're going to have your own journey with the with the the chosen person or the person you that's your own that's a whole nother conversation. Right. But I could see cuz if it, if if I was him I could see me feeling this way. Mm. Like you know, I'm the person who was paying for this or doing that or teaching you this and we figuring life out together and now you're great. Now you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I can see the growth. I can see the change. And now someone else is gonna be able to reap mm-hmm. the beautifulness of who you are, you know? Yeah. So I, I you know, I can't specifically know how he feels, but I can tap into the fact of when she was like, You feel like it's perfect, you feel like it's it's great, this is what it is, like mm-hmm. I can't imagine anything else. To me it just it just proves the point that you don't know you don't know nothing. You don't know what you need. You don't know what's for you. You don't know what God has planned for you. You don't have a clue because you could think something is the greatest thing in the world. Nothing could be better than this. And God laughs at you. (laughs) Sure you do.
0: Can you wrap your mind around what's better?
1: Absolutely not. You couldn't have told me nothing. Like, I'd have laughed at you. Like, better than this? Please. So I think sometimes it's like, Sometimes a decision is made for you. You know what I mean? It doesn't remove the fact that when you you know, when you're present, and you know, like, okay, I should have asked this. I should have done this. I should have moved different that you shouldn't. But all of this is great. All of this makes sense. Right now. Right. But you don't determine any of it. (laughs) You can navigate as best as you think you can. But at the end of the day, your husband or your wife is going to be your husband. It's, they're going to come to the forefront. There is going to be no denying that that's who that person is going to be in your life. You know? Mm-hmm. But yes. Number three.
0: It's, go ahead. <laughs> announce it. I'll follow you up.
1: So being the wife without being his wife. Now, I have mixed feelings about this. Mm. So... I definitely think and we're just going to speak from a wife perspective. Um now I do believe that there should be limits, right? Like you know, <laughs> if I'm really a gourmet chef, I might just, you know, cook you a little bit of breakfast, you know, some eggs and some toast, you know, <laughs> my gourmet chefness mm-hmm. might not come out <laughs> till we marry. You're not going to know. Mm-hmm. I know how to make crème brûlée. You know, what uh-huh. but um that doesn't mean that you like if that's something that you pride yourself on or you love about who you are that doesn't mean that you don't share with that person at all because i feel like and and so you always you also have to determine the how ne- how necessary it is to show this person this element of who you are you know what i mean because you also don't want
0: your husband or your, your to feel like he didn't know you? He didn't know you. you but know? but I think, like, even in my own journey with, like, dating, I feel like I have been in a space where you're everything. And you know you're being everything. And sometimes you like being everything. But being everything to the wrong man leaves you broken and empty. You've emptied yourself out. And I don't think that that's, that's okay. And even in your husband, I think you should save a little for yourself. I'm not married yet, but... I know how that feels when you've given every single thing. You know what I mean? And I can imagine it feels better when the person reciprocates, but at the same time it's like save a little for yourself. And I and I can appreciate that concept.
1: No, I totally agree. <clears throat> and 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 I'm not saying not to um but in terms of dating, like in terms of dating before you are someone's mm-hmm. wife, um I just think it's a it's a thin line between not fully expressing who you are as a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. that's just what I mean. Like, yes, there's wifely things that a man, you know, traditional things that a man may be looking for specifically in a woman. And you hold those things and you, in your, in your mind, you feel like I'm not going to show you all of that because at this point I don't need you to um, think you don't need to buy the cow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: So,
1: so I get, I get it to that extent. Mm-hmm. But don't think that that recipe works for every nah, single man. You know what I mean? So. It's just not going to like. You could do that and be frustrated the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: goddamn. Still walk away. Right. But the thing I will say is when 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 he turns out to be what you thought he was, sis, and you didn't pour it all out. No, and that's what she said in the article. Like, yo, you might be able to what? And it's not every case, but sometimes you might be able to walk away feeling a little lighter. Like. Not so heavy, like,
1: yeah. And, and and there's <laughs> limits. Like I'm, I mean, I'm not coming to your house every Saturday cleaning it from head to toe. I'm no. not, oh, oh, came, I came in here to look like shit. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna clean this area where I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna, um, and I might not spend the night because uh, this ain't it. I might let you know, like, you don't think you should clean up around here? Yes, I'm not telling you. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you don't think you should, you know, pick this, you know was coming. Come on, get yourself together. Um, or you you get the man who hit you with the trickery, okay? Case in point, real life story. Mm. I go to his house. I'm like, okay, He's so oh, cleverly. Oh my God, you go to his room and, you know, you, you in school, you're like, damn, fine, you mad, cleanly kitchen, cleanly bathroom, cleanly things smell good. You like, okay, let me let me find out. And then you commit and you walk in the room and it looks like a tornado hit it, okay. And you like, That's the get your gotcha, get your gotcha, you feel what I'm saying? And you like, and they looking around like, so you not, you not going to clean up, huh? Urgh. And you was bamboozled. But that person now feels like, oh, no, I got me, like, in their mind. Hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. And, oh, I got me a team. Like, this is my team member right now, so I don't got time, so they going to do it for me. Because that's their definition of that's, that's, your, that's your job now. Like, that's how they viewed a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. See, they didn't have to do that before because that's not where you were. That wasn't your place mm-hmm. then. So they weren't going to show you that part of who they are, so you was confused. And that's what I mean about, like, no, please show me that you're sloppy, dirty, messy before. Mm-hmm. Don't don't fake the funk because now I really like you. And that was one of the things that I-, I liked
0: about you. But you see, for me, it's like I watched, like, that whole, like, teammate dynamics of the relationships in my family. So I went into the world, the dating world, operating, like, okay, like. If I'm dating you and we're like, you know, whatever. But at the same time, I didn't Mm -mm. know that that is a weakness. Like, not a weakness, but people will use it as a weakness. And so that's what I learned throughout, like, dating in my, like, Mm -hmm. my dating life. Like, not that I was doing laundry because I'm not touching your dirty drawers.
1: But but there's so many other elements. And I totally understand what you're saying, for sure. And then it also (laughs) makes you... When you're in a committed relationship, it makes you feel like you have a place, mm-hmm. that you're useful, you're needed, you're wanted, mm-hmm. you're loved. Mm-hmm. You know, though you equate, especially when you're that kind of person, mm-hmm. it equates to those things. So you get it. But you do have to detach yourself from that when you're dating. You absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. And that's the concept. I'm not saying don't. I just don't want you to paint a picture that's not the truth. Right, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yep. But definitely, like if you're a cleanly person and that person's messy, oh well, they better go find themselves a housekeeper. They go better go figure it out. Mm-hmm. If they're not a cooker and you are, that doesn't mean you coming in here to cook three meals a day and you and y'all not committed. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. You scale back. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I let you know I could cook. You know, if you ever get to taste it, that's on you. <laughs> but I can cook. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I meal prep. Oh, if I have a meal prep for you, that I don't know.
1: I don't know. I can't really
0: say. My man, you play your cards right. Oh, well, my finger's so empty, you know? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe I could hold a knife better if I had some of my ring finger. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. We fools and a half. Okay, but listen. So, she did say this, and I do want to share this portion of the story and you know y'all might get tired of me reading but it is what it is like it is what it is so she says (laughs) um okay so it's kind of long but she says she has a friend who uh has a husband and the husband makes jokes like oh I didn't even know that my wife could cook um and she was like her friend responded to her. She's like, what's up with that? Her friend responded to her. And she said, I'm not giving him all of me until I know I'm going to get all of him in return. Living with him. Didn't show me that proposing to me did. And she says, I know a lot of, of us roll our eyes. Whenever someone says, why buy the cow? when you can get the milk for free, but try the milk as being more symbolic than just sex. There are a lot of us who end up devastated and heartbroken all because we acted like a wife to a man who acted like a boyfriend or less in return meaning we physically and emotionally and sometimes even financially contributed to a relationship as if we were already married to someone. While that might have shown a man that being loved that way is truly special, that doesn't automatically or necessarily mean that they want to love us in that same way in return. So you have to set boundaries, she says, within your own self, so that there are some things that he doesn't get until he's your actual husband. For some, that's sex. For other, that's sacrifices, emotional investment, whatever. So she said that it's important for us to come up with boundaries. So certain things that, you know, we have a limit on what we're going to do as women when we're dating.
1: Like, you know, there should not be things that you're doing every single day for a person you're not committed to. Mm-hmm. Let me make it that simple for you. Mm-hmm. There should be nothing in permanently in your schedule that you do for another person that is not com- that is not committed to you. That's it. End of story. End of like, st- I should not be cooking for you every day, every single solitary day, and I'm not committed to you. I don't got no ring. I'm not married to you. Why? I got things to do. Mm-hmm. Like I make those kind of sacrifices when we're both making sacrifices. That makes more sense to me, for, for sure, for sure. This is not team right here. This is me doing all the work, regardless if you like it or not. That's that's my point. You yep. know what I mean? Like you could be uh uh what's the, what's the <laughs> going on on blue? I don't give a damn at this point. Court on blue for yourself. You know what I mean? Like you should not be doing that every single. Oh, I'm doing my laundry. Why don't you do yours too? Let me tell you what a man that that what that said to him. I no longer
0: have to do laundry mm-hmm. because That's I'm going it. right that doesn't say nothing else. Right.
1: So you gotta pick and choose the things you got to have limitations, you have to understand that. and that was one thing that I didn't learn until later on in life. like when my ex-boyfriend I used to do a like financially take care of us a lot, that I didn't realize that that was wrong mm-hmm. like not wrong per se. let me not say wrong, but if we're gonna look at social norms, like for a man, if that's the kind of man you're looking for, you aren't setting the right precedent. I wasn't putting the the right vibe out there because at this point, you feel like you only gotta do the minimal. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, as long as I make her feel good and give her all the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, romance her or make, then that's all I need. She gonna do the rest. When that's not really what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So it's not until. <clears throat> And, and and it was very consistent because that was just the dynamics of our relationship until yep. I was out of it and I experienced something so differently that I was like, oh, yeah. So this is what this feels like, yeah. you know?
0: She said that in the article, she was like, it's okay to not give your mind, body, soul, and everything you have while you're dating. It's okay. Yep. Like we, a lot of times we feel like it's not. We feel like we got to go all in, and that's why we end up all hurt. Shh, girl, don't you know it? Wow, that was a fun topic. You
1: know what I'm saying? Right. You know how to prepare yourself to uh, don't be bamboozled. You yeah, thank, you know? Shelly. <laughs> thank you, Shelley. Thank you, Exonico. You know what I'm saying? But air uh, quote.
0: Oh, dang, that's me. <laughs> um, okay, so today, you know, y'all been going off, just going off, and I just want to come to y'all humbly and let y'all know. Love yourself, okay. We gotta do better at, um, you know, we gotta do better at this. You know, put a price on your pussy, but it don't gotta be money. You know, sometimes the price could be love, <laughs> support. You know, don't don't give your pussy out for free. I'm tired of, of of men thinking pussy's free. Pussy ain't free, and we gotta stop this. We gotta set some pussy is free. Some pussy's free, but if that's your that's your business, if you're giving away your pussy for free, liking a nigga ain't enough these days, okay so you know know your price and add tax (laughs) all right the price going up it's 2019 we gotta we gotta come for these niggas next sis So the nigga he gonna have to give you more time like it's not just about money i'm not saying take the niggas for everything they got unless that's what you want to do do you sis but at the end of the day your vagina is sacred they that man wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a vagina he Mm. thinks it's free Mm it's the portal to life okay oh, so preach, not- why are you giving it away for 2.99 why are you giving it away for nothing you know at least make that nigga add some kind of value to your life okay she sis like, nah, that's not even a value meal. it's not like what you doing with that all right mcdonald you can't even go far at mcdonald's we don't support mcdonald's but if that's your life you live, living you can't even go there <sighs> so you know that's all i'm saying we just got to do better at adding value onto ourselves and especially your vagina Mm. because that thing right there you put mileage on it for no reason for a nigga who's gonna roll over and go to sleep sis same (laughs) so yeah that's that's the word for today that's her word her quote this been her chat her story boom bow that's it we love y'all
1: peace